0: And our Living the Dream team will show you the way to enjoying the land and all the outdoor pursuits it has to offer. Here's your host, Bill Cooper. Welcome to Living the Dream
1: Outdoor Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Cooper, and I'm down at the Safari Club International Convention, Nashville, Tennessee. First time I've been here, it's quite a gala event. Man, thousands of square feet. It's of, amazing. Isn't it? Yes, But absolutely. Special guests here with me, Brian and uh, Terry Child. Yeah. No S. No S. Do, do y'all nope. have children?
2: Yes, we do. The Uh, childs have four children.
1: Four? (laughs) Incredible. Uh, You're just getting started. I ran 19 through my house in 42 years. What? Oh, my goodness. That's why why I have no hair left. (laughs) But these guys have Baku Company, and it's... Do you call them e-bikes? You'll have to excuse my ignorance because you're going to educate me on this podcast. Absolutely, absolutely. Yep, we're a fat tire electric hunting bike (laughs) company. Hey, I have drooled over these things since they come out, and I've talked and begged, you know, working on my wife big time. And I've always bragged that I'm a walker and a backpacker. I represent ATV and UTV companies, and mm-hmm. I've never bought one. Oh, it, my goodness. It just kills them, you know. Yeah, you well. <laughs> I'll take them out in the back country and film the advertising for them, all that sort of thing. And But just, don't people ask you? If you own that or not, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just ride and smile smiling way. You know, That's perfect. a good life. But, you know, I'm 75 years old, and the wheels are starting to look a lot, lot better than they did, you know, 30, 40, 50 years ago. And, uh, yeah, I, I ride those UTVs and the bikes and stuff a lot more than I used to. But I still like the backcountry. I still hunt alone an awful lot. Love it. And uh, I've got some spots that... Uh, you know used to three decades ago i could get into in two 30 minutes now it's taking an hour
0: mm. and
1: i've got a close friend that just got an e-bike recently and he said you know that spot you like to go back to on such and such a wildlife area yeah yeah he said i got in there in seven minutes dude. <laughs> <laughs> now he's beating
3: you to your to your good hunting spot
1: yeah yeah so uh, yeah there's lots of more and more of them all the time beating me to my good hunting spot so that's, that's becoming a, a, a real problem for me you know but e-bikes have kind of taken this country by storm
3: yeah yeah
1: and how long has that been going on well we've been around
3: since late 2016 um and uh we're, we're hunters just like you are we love adventure we love the outdoors and uh uh, my brother-in-law and I are, are avid archers, and uh, oh, wow. one of our taglines at Baku is built for hunters by hunters. And uh, <laughs> we, we didn't build these to sell them. We build them to use them.
1: And... Hey, that is even better. You know, I've, I've been around the outdoor industry for 54 years now, and my favorite people are those do-it-yourselfer people. Yep. So many good businesses have started in the back garage, you know, and expanded into just great, great outdoor companies. Now, who all is involved in your business?
2: Well, that's definitely our story. Kind of started out in a garage and then has expanded. I
1: suspected that. Yep, yep. So
2: it started by my, with my brother-in-law, Dave Andre. And Brian, why don't you tell a story?
1: Yeah, so uh,
3: Dave and I, like I say, were avid archers um, and loved to, loved to hunt elk. Um, in oh. out west and um, and dave has has hunted on a regular mountain bike in the past and we were hunting some area up in idaho and he started thinking man it should be nice to have some wheels but but those are steep mountains and my mountain bike don't climb them so well <laughs> and so he kind of started looking around and he found electric bikes uh, found them in europe they're they're real popular in europe and real popular in asia And uh, lo and behold, next thing you know, he's headed over to to Asia um, to go to a big e-cycling fair there and came back with a bunch of prototype bikes and... um, we started playing around on them and thought, man, these are cool. We, we could really get behind this. And here again, like I say, we were looking for a way for us to get into the back country, not really create a business or sell <laughs> these things.
2: And Eddie came to Brian for a couple reasons, but one of the reasons is Brian is an avid cyclist. He's oh. he's rode um, Lodija, which is from uh, Logan, Utah, to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. He's done an Ironman. So they had lots of experience with cycling and and bikes and lots of opinions on bikes.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Sound like a good marriage there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yep, so, it was. So you got been in the business since 16. So we start we we
3: incorporated in late 2016, 2017 like I say we were looking for something for us to utilize 2018 We came out with our new frame styles, and we started working with some engineers and guys to help us to design these bikes to be more than just a commuter around town bike. We wanted something that was utility-oriented, that would stand up to the demands and rigors of being in the backcountry, that you could carry you, yourself, and all your gear. You could haul your animal out with them, and they weren't weren't, uh, manufacturing anything like that, but... When we, when we started to look into it and we found the motors and, and designed the frames that we that we were looking for, then we started to manufacture so it was it was mid two thousand and eighteen that we really started to kind of produce them
4: and,
2: and you know what it 's a unique situation because Brian was working as a full time neurophysiologist. Dave owned a huge excavation company,
1: so they did not need a new company. I was a full-time school teacher. Oh, my. Well, I learned a long time ago. An old guy told me one time, "Is it Bill, if you want something to get, get done and get done in a hurry and done well... Go to the busiest person you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: might be true. Yeah.
1: Well, we needed another business or something to do, like a hole in the head. Yeah.
3: But uh, it just took off on us. It, they, they, um, people started to see the practicality of them. Um, whether you're old or young, whether you're you got good wills or bad wills underneath you, you find that you're a lot more efficient. And and a couple of things. One, you can you can cover more ground you can do it quietly, you can do it scent-free, it's environmentally friendly, so we're not using the side-by-sides and the motorcycles and and putting out the emissions and beating up the train like like those vehicles do. And so it allows people to move around to cover more country and, and to do it scent free. And as a hunter, you're, you're always watching that kind of stuff. Um, and it makes you feel good because you know that you're protecting your environment. We're all conservationists at heart, and and we want to do right by the planet. And so that all
1: just kind of was the feel-good stuff about it. Really? Well, I, I just saw you, of course, just running to you an hour ago, come by your booth, and uh, I had to stop, and I might have slobbered on one of <laughs> those bags a little, little bit, you know. But that works. One of the companies I represent, uh, they have a guy in there. He retired recently, but he'd call me, Bill, you need to come over and just touch something. If you touch it, it sells, you know. Yeah. So, uh-huh. hey, if they get close to you. your bike, He might well, have You slobbered on that. Yeah. It'll, it'll be gone within <laughs> the hour. <laughs> but you, I've, I've heard people They'd get into the outdoor, you know, business of producing products so many times. Well, I made this for myself, but they all got buddies. You know, when Mm -hmm. buddies see, you got the good thing and I don't have it, what happens? Oh, yeah, they want one. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh And, of course— Buddies have buddies, and so many people have told me that in businesses like this, they just mushroomed and built so fast, you know, almost overnight, and they weren't expecting that, and a lot of folks really were not ready for the manufacturing part of it, and yeah. I've seen some people over the decades with really good ideas that literally went under because they'd get some huge order from you know, a Bass Pro or something. Oh yep. my gosh, what am I going to do? You know. Oh yeah. And I've uh,
2: <laughs> we've, as we've grown, we've really tried to keep our legs under us, and just try to make good decisions so that our company. I mean, come, if you're ever in Utah, you need to come by our shop. It's, pre- it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Oh, I,
1: I yeah. bet it is. Yeah. It, are you still in the garage? <laughs> we're out of <at> the garage. <laughs> yep, yep. We're that's out of
3: the garage. We've got a headquarters uh, just outside. Well, we're in Ogden, Utah. So that's northern okay. Utah, about a ha- about oh, 45 minutes to an hour north of Salt Lake City and uh, just off of I-15 there. So, uh, yeah, we've got a beautiful showroom. We've got a couple of big warehouses that... Uh, How's all of our inventory and then we've got dealers all over the country we've got hundreds wow. of dealers we're we're in stores big box stores from shields to uh you that, name it we've, we we're in power sports stores
1: and um that's awesome they're all over awesome well again talk about building a business uh over the years and over the decades i try to play Close attention. It's not that I ever want to sell any kind of outdoor product. I'd rather talk and write than sell stuff, you know. In fact, the podcast, my bosses were so good to me. Uh, we used to sell advertising on the podcast and we ran it through the real estate office. Well, the boss's wife, they got so busy, she didn't want to deal with it anymore. And I said, Well, you're going to have to do this. I said, Not me, you know. I, I've sold all I want to sell in my lifetime. So we literally i've dealt with you know a lot of people in my lifetime we literally give the advertising away well, anymore yep. I've, I've got about 20 so-called sponsors and it's just nice. people i've dealt with for decades and advertising for them for for free so that that's why i love doing these kind of yeah. podcasts good yeah. people doing good things for the outdoor industry and helping people move love along it. you know absolutely but has this been your experience i've heard so many people over the decades say that their best advertiser is word of mouth oh a 100 percent. it is about
3: it, it is about um word of mouth it's about relationships with people um when you treat people fairly and um, and they and they genuinely like your product, and 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 they feel like they were treated fairly, and they like you. Then they're going to tell people about it. Now they're going to tell people about it if they don't like it. Oh yeah. But but we find that if we if we treat people like we'd want to be treated, then that's the best thing we can do. That's we, the best money we can spend. Absolutely. We we show our Google reviews. We love Google
2: reviews. If you call Baku, you're going to speak to a person. I just had a. I just We just had a customer that came up to our, one of the sales, Guy Brian. You met him? Yes. And um, he, he said, oh, I have a couple of these mules. And he said, you know what I love about Baku is I broke one of my cogs. And he said, I called in. They got me on a live video chat. They showed me exactly what I needed to do. And that's our experience. Look, look at our website. Look at our customer service reviews.
1: I, I certainly will. Now, today, we know word of mouth He's expanded to social media. Yeah. The mouth is a lot bigger than it used to be. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) and Oh, I've seen people just mushroom overnight, and I've seen them get blown away overnight as well just from social media. Well, and we're we're old school. Um, you know, we you like don't look old enough to be old school. <laughs> uh, no, we're old school. We're a school. little bit old school. <laughs> we, we,
3: we like it when 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 we can develop relationships with people. That's one of the one of the byproducts that came from this company is is just all the wonderful people that we meet in this industry. Honestly, that's one of the one of the best things about being in the outdoor space is just rubbing elbows and and meeting all the people we meet out here. But we're old school in the sense that when you call, like Terry said, you'll talk to a person. Our dealers work with people we don't uh it's not just a social media and and paid advertising but it literally is about
1: relationships and and
3: and how we take care of people
1: i'm so glad to hear you say that you guys need to start an insurance agency every time i call whatever (laughs) insurance you know
2: listen every Tune they play press (laughs) press this press yeah yeah Yeah.
1: oh that that was such a, a a torture to me when that all first began you know i'm old enough When I was in graduate school, you know, a computer was just a keyboard, and the actual (laughs) computer was 12 blocks away, and one computer filled a room 30 by 50. (laughs) All right. And I messed with that, and when I was doing my research, we'd put everything on punch cards. Remember the old punch cards? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, dumb as I was, I went up this machine, you got, I had like 500 punch cards that feed into this machine, you know, spit out all the time. I put them in there backwards. (laughs) Oh, boy. You know what happened? It spit them out. <laughs> you know, for 30 feet, it took me three weeks to get all those things. Oh, so I finished up and then had to do a little stint with a military uh, army officer. And one of the first jobs they offered me was 18 months of computer school. Oh, I said, oh. forget it. I, no, they're never going to mount anything anyway. <laughs> oh, <my gosh. laughs> <laughs> uh, might have been a bad call. But yeah, just I not think totally it might bad. Have been a bad call. <laughs> not the only bad that, call. Would you make maybe? that call about electric
3: bikes,
4: too? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I've tried to be a little smarter since then, you know. Uh, well, I pay attention to my, to my grandkids. Yep. They're, they're my main advisors these days. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good... Yeah, well, folks, we're going to take just a short break here, Kay. but don't go away. We're going to be right back with some more information about Baku e-bikes.
4: Hi, I'm Steve Stoltz with Drury Outdoors, and you're listening to Living the Dream Outdoors Podcast with Bill Cooper and Hunter Heineman.
1: Slow down and enjoy the simple things in life. Welcome to Who's All Valley Resort, providing family fun since 1979. They offer floating, and you can choose from cut canoes, rafts, kayaks, and inner tubes on the beautiful, crystal-clear Huzal River. Lodging, let us be your home away from home. Choose from a variety of lodging units while still enjoying the great outdoors. With over two and a half miles of river camping on the crystal-clear Huzal, we're sure you and your family will find the perfect spot to pitch your tent or park your RV. Have fun and let us help you get the most of your stay. Check out our guided trail rides and Karen's Cafe menu there's something for everyone at whose there's a campground store on site that has everything you need for your trip whether you're in need of gear grub or something else chances are they've got it and their campground has rv sites and primitive sites for all your camping needs if you like the adventures of camping with a cozy bed at night we have a variety of different lodging units to choose from but who's all Valley? There's always something going on out there. Check them out on Facebook, or if you want to make a reservation, simply call 1 800 367 4516.
4: Hi, I'm Steve Stoltz with Woodhaven Custom Calls, Matteo Camouflage, and Drury Outdoors. My turkey tip for the week this week is adjust to changes in the breeding cycle. Um, so many hunters get, you kind of get marred into the same routine uh hunt a turkey from the roost uh, try and get one roosted well that all helps but sometimes you have to change your tactics depending on what the breeding cycle is for instance early season the woods are wide open turkeys aren't quite with the hens yet uh, they're, they're still established and dominant you may want to to use tactics such as using a, a gobbler decoy in your strategy such as using gobbler sounds uh, to, to invite him over to, to maybe want to establish dominance with you uh, instead of just hen sounds. Uh, the other thing you want to do early in the season, of course, is pay attention to how close you get to him on the roost. It's wide open, and you're going to have to adjust that uh, distance between you and where you set up because it's wide open. Later on in the spring, they start getting henned up. You've got to adjust your hunting tactics to a hand-up gobbler. They're not going to gobble as much. So you have to be better at getting, and locate, getting them located and location sounds, such as crow calling, owl hooting, and actually using, incorporating an aluminum call, which is what I do, an aluminum friction call, to get them located, which is, puts that higher pitch out there. And then you have later in the season where it gets heavier foliage and they're harder to hear and they're actually closer than you think they are because there's more foliage. Uh, there's all kinds of different tactics that you, you'll have to change your hunting tactics to become more successful as the season changes throughout the spring. That's my turkey tip for the week. I'm Steve Stoltz. Hey,
1: everybody. This is Alex Rutledge with American Roots Outdoors. Check out my buddy's podcast show, Living the Dream Outdoors with Bill Cooper and Hunter Heinemann. You're really going to enjoy this week's show. Welcome back to Living the Dream Outdoor Podcast. I'm Bill Cooper. It's coming out of Nashville. We're at the Safari Club International Annual Convention. And I've been talking to Brian and Terry Child. and They have Baku. You call it an e-bike company? What do you call it? What's the official title? Just Bak- Baku. Baku.
3: Yes, Baku. Yep, yep. We're a lifestyle brand. We're built around electric bikes and heavy-duty off-road electric scooters, uh, but we have a lot of lifestyle products from uh, things that will enhance your adventure, from really quality tents, outdoor gear, sleeping bags, and backpacks, and the things oh, that will wow. that will. It, we don't really sell a product; we
1: sell we sell a lifestyle. And we sell an adventure. I I love it, and I love the word adventure because I've always. Well, I've had a business called Outside Again Adventures, uh-huh. uh, gosh, for 40 years or so. Everybody asked me, that's kind of a weird title. Where did that come from, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I grew up in the swamps of southeast Missouri, a little bitty, just a cypress board house. And all the neighbor kids would come and play, you know, we'd run in and out of the house. And my mom had a broom set in a corner, you know, that she'd <laughs> whack us with. Tell us to go back outside and we were all always asking again, you know, we gotta go outside again. Yeah, one more yep. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get out. Well so. our,
3: our, we're we're all about the Baku life and we've <laughs> defined what is your Baku life, which is getting off the beaten path. What what brings you peace, what removes you from the stresses and the worries of the world? And that might be down on the beach, that might be out in the forest, that might be riding through the neighborhood. But Baku is really about helping people enjoy life, finding joy in life, and uh, kind of getting away from just the things that weigh us down and hold us down.
1: Absolutely, and I think you guys got it all all wrapped up. It sounds <laughs> to me like I love running into younger people that that's got this kind of attitude.
2: I love that you're calling us younger.
1: (laughs) You're like, hey, I got kids older than you. (laughs) I got grandkids almost as old as you. Oh, my goodness. I don't think. I don't think so. Uh, Well, hey, the outdoor lifestyle must be doing you well because you do both look very fine and trim and in good shape. Do you pump iron before you ride your bike? (laughs) Would,
2: Would you believe he just turned 54?
1: Just, he did? Yes. Just turned
3: 54. Well, yep, yep. Well,
2: and I'm 51.
3: <laughs> oh, no.
1: You're, you're fibbing. Yeah, yeah. I, I shouldn't even tell this on my my wife. My wife is 22 years younger than me. Yeah. That's the 19
2: kids. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we borrowed a lot of them. <laughs>
4: okay.
1: <laughs> uh, but she loves to... If, she'd met you within the first five minutes, she'd she'd tell you, yeah, Bill was in Vietnam when I was born. <laughs> oh, <laughs> absolute truth. <laughs> I, I love, love it. It. Hey, yeah. it. It's all in the attitude. 100%. And, yeah. yeah. I learned that through athletics, but man, I got yeah. to Vietnam and uh, camp, spent a lot of time in Cambodia. Yeah. Attitude was everything, man. Yeah. That's yeah. all it that kept. Camp- Kept it going, for sure. But I want to hear some more about the company. I know that you guys are excited about what you're doing It shows. These bikes are just good-looking machines. And what kind of patterns do they come in?
3: So we sell them in solid colors. We have several solid colors from the desert tans to the matte blacks and, and things of that nature to the you know, the army green type colors. But we also have lots of camo colors on them from uh, from Cryptek to Kuyu to Realtree to Badlands. Uh, King's Camo. King's Camo. We've got them on a number of different uh, camo we patterns have different.
2: We have different bikes, and we usually have a certain pattern that goes with that bike.
3: Uh,
1: s- uh, so when so she th- says
3: different bikes, meaning that we have full suspension bikes, we have hardtail bikes, we have... Bikes that have 26-inch wheels, some that have 24-inch wheels, some are step-through. So we have different different models that will that will suit different people. So we got some people with with long legs, some people with short (laughs) legs, some people five foot, some people six foot five.
2: Some people ask us, "What's our most popular bike?" So probably I would say our most popular bike would be our bike that we started with, which is the Mule. That's the one we're known for. It's been the number one hunting electric bike for several years, several years. Wow. but now we've, we're also coming across, um, out with uh, full suspension, so my favorite bike is the 17-inch Scout, that's what you need to get your wife, the <laughs> 17-inch Scout, it is so comfortable, it is so smooth, it's still, it's built around the Buffang Ultra Mid-Drive Motor, so it will climb anything, you dare come down, uh-huh. and it will pull, but it's just got a perfect smooth ride, and Yeah, I'm five, what, I'm maybe five, five, six, five, five, five. and it's perfect for me.
1: Oh, that, what, now you you brought up, uh, get one for my wife, I have to ask you, do you, You have a dual, a two-seater. Last time we was on a bicycle built for two, I got in trouble, you know. She was in the front. I was in the back. She couldn't see if I was paddling or not. We don't have a two-seater. I guess you could sit on that rear pannier rack, although you might need need a a, a pillow on there. You know
2: what we do have is we have three different kind of trailers that attach to our bikes. And I literally, I'll have to show you later, I have a picture of my father-in-law being hauled out. I think it was in...
3: We, Itucky, were in, we were in Kansas. Kansas. We were in Kansas. We were on a whitetail hunt and oh. uh, he didn't feel comfortable riding across some of the train we were on so we threw him in the back of one of our trailers and we
1: hauled him out to the hunting spot. Oh man I'll tell you I'll have to talk my son and getting one of these and he can haul me around but I gotta tell you I've got a dear Mexican friend of mine that lives in our town the funniest guy in the world and his son just bought him one for his birthday and he's the dude that went into my hunting spot you know and he said well you don't need to feel bad i've been wanting one of these for years you know and he said i was going into that that hunting spot a couple years ago and i'm hiking down this long hill it's going to take me 20 minutes to get back there here comes a dude on an e-bike pulling a trailer i said just as i'm getting into that kind of general area he's coming out Pulling an eight point white tail. <laughs> 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 He's already been there in 15 minutes killing yep. the buck. <laughs> we, we could make a great commercial at Baku with something like that. Yes. You walking oh. in and that guy coming out. <laughs> yeah, uh, you bet. But I first saw, I hunted off of a mountain bike for a lot of years. And uh-huh. what started that? I was going in, coming in. This is like a 10,000 acre area I go into. And I'm getting into it from different directions, of course. And I was coming into turkey hunt. Well, way back there, I'm within 400 yards where I'm wanting to set up a turkey hunt. There's a light behind me. I thought, dude, I didn't think there'd be anybody coming. That well, light's coming pretty fast. It's a dude on a mountain bike. I told my wife when he comes back back out with a turkey, I'm sticking a stick in his Yeah. So these things have been on my mind for at least 20 years. And now I'm seeing them pop up all over and you guys are... Uh, gosh, sound like you hit the ground running. Yeah. Now, where can people find these bikes? So you can go to www.baku.com.
3: Um, you can pull up a list of dealers on there to find a dealer that's in your area. Um, you can contact us directly. Uh, there's a contact us phone number at the bottom of the web, uh, the home page. Uh, you can reach out to one of our customer service representatives. They'll be able to answer all your questions, tell you about the different models, what bike would suit you, and what application you're using it for. They'll also help you understand the difference. What, what's the difference between Baku and other companies? And, and you know, it's kind of like buying a vehicle. You can buy exactly. a you can buy a Honda Civic, or you you can buy a Chevy Duramax. You know, one is to run around town, and the other one's to pull a thirty thousand pound trailer. It, behind it's it. best if you buy a Ford. Yeah, or you can buy a Ford Power Stroke. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah.
1: So we don't want to get in a fight here, yeah, boys. Yeah. <laughs> that's right.
3: That's right. Yeah. We'll, we'll save but, that for another day.
1: Yeah, but just what I've listened to you guys in the last 30, 40 minutes, looking at the product and everything, what separates your product from everything else out there? Well, one, it's built
3: to last. It's built to, to for the rugged and the demand the rugged terrain and the demands that we're putting on it as hunters and outdoorsmen. So we sell a lot to bike packers, people that love to load down their bike and pull a trailer with all of their gear just to get in the backcountry and bike pack. It's built with motors that are built to climb, built to pull and built to carry. Uh, they're built with frames that are big, heavy-duty, durable frames, as well as with batteries that have long-lasting lithium-ion cells. So they're built to carry you and your gear for an extended distance. If you run out of battery... It's all leg power at that point, and and that can be quite a chore if you're pulling a lot of gear with you. So batteries, motors, frames, and then componentry. It has to be built with heavy-duty components. If you were just to go downtown and buy a a typical electrical bike and then think you're going to go out and hunt on it, it it won't last very long, and it won't do the things you want it to do.
1: Exactly. I think, I think the
2: things that are different, I think you can guarantee know that... Baku was built by hunters for hunters, and everything that we put out has been tested. Our our whole team tests every product, and so we've, we just feel a, bit, a lot of confidence knowing that we really do feel like we're the best out there.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I, I can feel the confidence. Now, Terry, you're going to have to help me out here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've been working on this for some time, and I'm trying to build a case, a strong case, with my wife uh-huh. to get myself one of these. Yes. Now. In the break, you were talking health benefits. Yes. Uh, oh, I like I, I this. I have not totally convinced her yep. yet. Uh, she told me the other day I need to lose a little weight. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I you I know
2: what? This, yeah, I'm so glad you brought this up because, really, I feel like people a lot of times go and buy these bikes because they are hunters. and they And the idea of pulling and getting out to that remote area is great. But that's only one little season. And really, what people will start doing and they'll find is they're going to use these all year long and st- start exercising. Sometimes people say, oh, e bikes are cheating, but they're not. Maybe that first hill, that first time you go up the hill, you're at a level on a pedal assist level five. But in a couple weeks, you're maybe going to be on a pedal assist level four and you're going to have more confidence and you're going to keep going. <laughs> BYU, a local university, um, did a study that because to show does regular bikes or e bikes promote health more? And they actually showed that e bikes do because people have more um, confidence on them, they're g- able to get out and go a little bit farther.
3: And so, spent more time on them because they spent more time. They burned more calories, and, and they were out and outdoors more. And so it showed a better return on health. You know, it's been Elevate Your Health Month at Baku for January. Everybody's thinking about health and New Year's resolutions and kind of reflecting on, on last year and what they can do better. So we, uh, throughout the month of January, it's been Elevate Your Hunt. And helpful. we did... Yep, Ele- yeah. elevate your health. Yeah. And, He's got uh, that on the right. he said elevate your <laughs> Did I say hunt? Yeah. Oh, well, He's it's just it's a regular always, guy. It's always elevate your hunt yeah. month, yeah. but <laughs> we are focusing on elevate your health in uh, in January. And interestingly enough, that you, that this gets brought up, we had a fellow. We did a little um, kind of just a little uh, social media post, and this fellow contacted us and made a comment um, on Instagram and said I'm I'm somebody that weighs 340 pounds. Oh, wow. I bought one of your bikes so that I could start getting outdoors again. And he lost 40 pounds, and because of his awesome. e-bike, and he had gone from using a high level of assistance, he was gradually bringing down the assistance levels, and he was riding further and doing more. And so we had a phone call with him, and we're we're going to have him come out and share his story even more, it was and amazing. highlight that. It was the morning that he
2: made that comment. He rode 14 miles. Oh
1: my goodness! And yeah.
2: he he literally when you talk to him, he's like, Baku has changed my life.
1: I can see that happening. Man, I'm building a strong case here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we just scaled down, moved from a 4,400 square feet to a 1500 square foot house I'm barely inside the city limits of this little bitty town first time in my life I've ever lived inside the city limits but I see right across my yard over the neighbor's yard who's out of the city limits you know deer standing in the front yard I'm trying to figure out if I'll get arrested or not from shoot from my front porch. <laughs> don't, you know? don't
2: don't shoot your neighbors across across the, neighbor. the
1: street yeah <laughs> I,
2: I have to have this speech with my boys all my boys every fall we do not shoot the neighborhood deer.
1: <laughs> yeah My wife's been talking to me about that, too. (laughs) But I think I've really built a case here. Plus, you know, being in that little town, the grocery store is not that far away. And I drive a big Ford pickup. It's a show truck, you know, decaled out and all that stuff. Gets about 10 miles a gallon. (laughs) My wife's got a little Ford Ranger that gets 27, I think. so. Well, in fact, I brought it down here. I'm always snatching her truck, you know. So another argument would be I could take the e bike with the wagon on the back and go to the mm-hmm. grocery store. do not have to drive your truck. I think I I'm winning. It. I think you are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, guys, once again, give us your contact information, how people can find the Baku yeah. e-bikes. So you can find
3: us, Baku Life, on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, you can also find us at uh, baku.com online. Um, and you can reach out to us. Uh, we've got contact information on there. We're in Logan. We're in uh, uh, Northern Utah, up in the Ogden area. But we've got a phone number. Uh, contact us at the bottom of our uh, homepage. And uh, yeah, reach let, out to let us. Let me tell.
2: Ta- let me say the phone number, just in yeah. case people don't even want to get on the <laughs> internet. One eight four four two two seven one zero nine six. Say that again. One eight four four two two seven. 1096.
1: Okay, because there are lots of old folks. Yeah. Well, I got a lot of old friends <laughs> that do listen yeah. to the podcast. And, Epsom- and they're always running around. And they tell me, you need to slow those phone numbers down. They're running around trying to find a pen and, and I paper. I love that. You know? yep. Perfect. I do too. Well, folks, Brian and Terry Child and myself, Bill Cooper, we're living our outdoor dreams. We encourage you to get outdoors and live your outdoor dreams. Captain Brian Wilson runs one of the tightest boat fishing operations in the business. Stainwater Boat Fishing operates out of Jerome, Missouri, and the beautiful Missouri Ozarks. They cover most Ozark streams and lakes. You haven't lived until you've searched Ozark waters during the night with Stainwater Boat Fishing while looking for giant gar, carp, and buffalo. Captain Wilson also runs a second boat on Tanecomo Lake. Call today to book a trip with Stainwater Boat Fishing at five seven three. Again, that's 573-263-8016. Be sure and shoot straight.
4: The Live in the Dream Outdoors podcast is brought to you by Live in the Dream Outdoor Properties, the Fly Rod Journals, SmokerBuilder.com, Cowtown USA, Westover Farms, Scenic Rivers Taxidermy, Stained Water Bow Fishing Scenic Rivers Guide Service & Tours Huzzah Valley Resort Pico Lures Devil's Backbone Outfitters The Fallen Outdoors Ledco Sinkers & Lure Company Turnbow Outdoors J&J Charters Kauffman Cove Alaska Big Ed's Guide Service Bean Creek Game Calls Misty Mountain Guide Service ASO Guides & Outfitters with Ryan Walker On The Hook TV Expedition Trailers The Rambling Angler, and Rich's Famous Burgers.
0: Land ownership is the American dream. Land is the basis of all life. Our wise use of this most precious of resources ensures the survival and growth of free institutions and our American way of life. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we value the traditions and freedoms that land provides us. Every day we seek the solace of a mountain sunrise over traffic jams and smog, the calming silence of a bubbling stream over the sirens of the city, and the quiet of the countryside over the hustle and bustle of the world. We hunt, we fish, we farm. We live off the land. It's our mission to help our clients live out their dreams on the land as we do. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we believe that it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. Join us five days a week on Living the Dream Outdoor Podcast as the Living the Dream Outdoor Dream Team explores the most desired outdoor properties in the Midwest and whisks you away to incredible hunting, fishing, and outdoor recreation opportunities. Host Bill Cooper, an inductee of the National Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame, will be joined by members of the Living the Dream Outdoors team each week as they tell tall tales, unveil tips and tactics, and rub elbows with some of the biggest names in the outdoor world. You'll also find the Living the Dream Outdoors podcast on your favorite social media platforms, including Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok.